0: It's the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Your daily download of x 929s X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: It's Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. We put together this survey and I'm going to drop it in the description for this podcast. You should be able to hopefully click it or copy it and paste it if you need to. Uh, or we can just send it to you if you text us at 403-238-9929. But we're curious uh, to get some feedback on our recurring segments on this show. Yes. Because it, we'll explain a bit more, but like, whenever we meet people who listen, that people like to tell us what their favorite segments are. And then sometimes I ask, are there any you don't like? Mm-hmm. You know what? So we'd like to try to get kind of a ranking to see what your favorite segments are, which your least favorite are. So that's what the survey is all about. It's just through Google, so you don't have to sign up or anything. Uh, and I'll I'll get you that link if you if you want it on today's show We're gonna talk about fireworks a new type of snobs we're talking about getting high at work a Segment suggestion from a dude. I met yesterday. That's kind of what inspired this Some puns something funny that happened at my cousin's wedding. I heard this story from my parents. We're gonna Hit you with some questions or I guess hit each other with some questions to get to know each other a little better a commercial that's pissing shauna off lately <laughs> First, you're out of context clip of the show.
2: The BNS twenty minutes or
0: less podcast. I
1: don't remember how, but I ended up reading about this dude named Mark Roberts, and I am shocked that I'd never heard of him. Because he's likely the most prolific streaker in history.
2: Oh yeah. If, I'm all about this.
1: He has a Wikipedia page oh. and it's Mark Roberts Streaker. To distinguish him from other famous people named oh Mark God, Roberts, because probably a fairly famous Yep. Fairly famous name. There was a famous actor named Mark Very Roberts. common, common this is, name. This is the streaker that we're talking about. And his page is hilarious. This
2: is an extensive also it shows a picture of him, he's fully nude and his schwang is just hanging well, out he's there. He's at
1: work, Shauna. He's at work. He's being just, escorted off a football pitch and he's totally naked and his wiener's out. Yeah, so. I didn't know
2: that Wikipedia showed schlongs like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wikipedia
1: doesn't censor itself oh, like good, that. Good. good. Um, oh, super funny. Anyway. His his page is the funniest thing to read because it talks about like his body of work as if he were like an author or, or a, a musician paint. or an athlete or something. Oh, my God. Like So it's, it says that he got the idea in 1993 when he heard a story about a female streaker at a rugby game in Hong Kong. Yeah. And... Like, he had, like, an epiphany. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. Like, when he had his calling. He was inspired. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I mean, everybody gets
2: inspiration from something. (laughs) That's amazing. He saw a streaker and was like, this is what I'm meant to do.
1: He mostly streaks soccer matches. Mm. uh, But he said that he had his passport taken away when the English soccer team was traveling. Because...
2: He has done this 565 times.
1: Yeah, in 23 different countries. In 23
2: countries. countries.
1: And he doesn't just streak soccer matches, he has streaked uh, where's the list here? Well, the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. um, horse racing, bodybuilding contests, the Olympics, tennis matches, the running of the bulls in Spain, uh, the synchronized swimming world championship, a dog show.
2: Oh my (laughs) god. This, this, Robert's planned to retire after streaking at the 2006 World <laughs> Cup final, but was stopped before entering the stadium.
1: He's uh,
2: oh he, he's announced
1: god. his retirement several times, but then he comes back. Like he said, he announced his retirement in 2013, but then he's he, he streaked again this, in the Olympics. The Olympics 2018.
2: Oh my god! The next year, Robert struck again during the <laughs> final of the World <laughs> Snooker Championship. Like, are you kidding me?
1: He streaked a TV weather broadcast oh one time, a forecast. He, he ran onto the green screen all naked.
2: Oh. <laughs> In March 2010, Roberts was seen sporting a cat-shaped mask over his genitals.
1: That was at the dog show. Oh that was at Crufts, the international dog Day show.
2: This is yeah, man. Okay.
1: Like, how do you how do you get there? How do you become that guy,
2: Beckler? I I don't know what I've been doing with my life, but I this has given me new inspiration. <laughs> like. Who who devotes their entire life to just being naked as many places as possible?
1: And I wonder if he would be the person that the most people have seen naked. Probably. Maybe, unless I have a famous painting. Porn
2: stars or something, maybe. But but even
1: then, probably not. Well, I wonder because these are massive stadiums full of people. He's running out there with his bird flapping around. Yeah. What do your parents do for, for work? Well, my mom's a teacher, and your dad? <laughs> uh, no, I'd not talk about it.
2: What he's does your n- son do for naked. work? <laughs> well, he's a street. Oh, look, there he is. <laughs> he gets naked. That's it, yep.
0: The b and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
2: Okay, this is real dumb, but there's a commercial on TV right now for one of the banking apps. I forget which one. I was trying to actually record the commercial and then I couldn't find it again, but it's basically a dad who's talking about how he's splurging. And he says, you know, for a couple of years he had to be careful, but thanks to this money-saving app, he can afford to take his daughter to the fair. And then he says something like, you know, sparing no expense, she can do anything she wants, like go on rides and get some of those. And this is what he said, mini donut thingies and he says mini donut thingies and that gets my goat a little bit it's like nobody says mini donut thingies everybody knows what a mini donut is you don't you don't say you have one of those things (laughs) called those mini mini donut thingies like everyone knows what they're called
1: yeah, where you been, man? Like Honestly. Where, where you been?
2: So every time I see this commercial it just irks me. I like I'll, I'll be half paying attention and that just perks my ears. I'm like they are not <laughs> mini donut thingies, they're mini donuts.
1: And like everywhere in the world has a fair, or at least yes. everywhere where this commercial would air has a fair. And this is and... what I
2: was wondering because I was like, okay, or is this just because, you know, we're we live in Calgary where one of the biggest fairs in the world happens. But I was like, no, everywhere has mini donuts.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Like Yep. It's one of the staples of the fair, and like I said, every small community everywhere has a fair, so... I'm glad it's not just me, because
2: I was like, not (laughs) once in my life, even a young child, have I heard somebody be like, hey, I want some of those mini donut thingies.
1: They're just mini donuts. They're mini donuts. It would be like not knowing what a Ferris wheel was, right? Yes, exactly. I'm pretty sure everyone knows what that is. I don't know what
2: alien wrote that commercial, but I'm like, are you a lizard person? Like, how do you...
1: (laughs) So those... uh... No,
2: what are those... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm going to relate to the people. The mini donut thingies.
1: Go to guest services at the Stampede. I'm looking
2: for
0: some of the... They're about this big. Out! Covered in sugar. If you don't the, know what the they fried. are, get out! The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: In honor of the Stampede, uh, can we do a round of That's Country and That Ain't Country? Yes. So if you need a refresher, because it's been a long time since we've done this, uh, in, in October, or Rocktober as we call it, we talk about things that rock and things that don't rock. This is the country version of that. Uh and I was inspired by we're watching the prequel to Yellowstone right now, 1883. Oh, how is that by the way? Well, I'm only 2 episodes in, but it's so good so far. Okay. But there's two of the main characters, I had to turn the subtitles on because they they speak like they don't speak above a, like a gravelly whisper basically. Yeah. And Kevin Costner's character in Yellowstone does the same thing. Everybody talks like this. This is how you talk when you're when you're country, you don't talk louder than you have to.
2: That's totally true.
1: Rip, we're gonna push those cows to the pasture. Well, you can't 40.
2: waste any energy back there. All the energy used yeah. needs to be used on the farm, so. You don't raise your voice unless you or have ranch. to. Ranch,
1: yeah. <laughs> but I can't even. It's I can't understand these two characters, so we had to throw oh, the subtitles oh on. Like, There's growling on each other like this. I don't know what there that is. <laughs> yeah. That's super country though. Super, so, super country. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking just above a whisper. That's country. That's drink, country right there.
2: Drinking at the top of the water tower.
1: Oh, that's country. That's country. That's country. Uh,
2: Public transit? That's not country. That ain't country. Ain't country. No.
1: And nah. not country.
2: You've driven tractors since before you could walk.
1: That's country. That's country. That is country. Yeah. Calling your dad pa? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: that is country. That is country. Still having all your fingers. That is Ain't country, ain't country, not ain't country no, at all, no sir, no. Nope. It is
1: not. That is not country. <laughs> that girl with the painted on blue jeans, oh, that's country. Yeah. That is country. Having a fresh buck hanging in your garage. Oh yes, Ooh-wee. that is country. That is country. Ethnic food,
2: that ain't Mm-mm. country. Nope, nope. Not being country. able to being able to walk everywhere you're going, not ain't. country
1: country that is not no. country Mm-mm. that is not country at all a little mud in your truck Oh, that yes. is about as country she as right gets right there that is as good country right there country that's country that's country the
2: bns in 20 minutes or less podcast i came across this survey of questions recently and it's questions you should ask some, excuse me ask somebody if you want to really get to know them And uh, you and I know each other pretty well. I mean, we've done this show together. I think so. (laughs) uh, But I was like, it could be fun anyway, because maybe there are some things and these questions might help us get just a little deeper.
1: Okay. And there's a whole bunch of
2: them, so I've just picked a few here, and we can go back and maybe do some more later. But uh, here's the first one. When is the moment you felt most alive?
1: Hmm, that's a tough one, because it depends on how you define alive, right? It's true. What the feeling of alive is. Yeah. I always think that, all of the, like, all of your senses and your your feelings were more intense when you were younger because they yeah. were new. And now we've had more experiences as you get older. And it's true. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've been there, done that, right? So I would say, probably, like, as a teenager, like getting into trouble with my buddies or something like that would be interesting. Yeah, it's just like, oh man, yeah, oh man, it's, <laughs> it's true, like, yeah. totally. Yeah, you
2: and I think it it does kind of go hand in hand with adrenaline, or at least for me it does too. Uh, there's two actually, like the recent ones that I can recall. I have a terrible memory though, so it's probably more recent for me that I'm recalling okay. these. Uh, but the first one was when I did that uh, stand-up paddleboard race for the first time.
1: Oh. And
2: it, it, I find it's the times when I take myself completely out of my own comfort zone. And that was okay. something I'd never done before. I felt pretty ill-prepared for the whole <laughs> experience. I didn't really know anybody going into it. And then after the fact, it was just such an awesome experience because it put me right in this vulnerable moment that I... I don't know. I really kind of latched onto it. I felt I just so much adrenaline and, and alive after that. Was
1: that Queen of the Valley? Yeah. Is that what it's called?
2: Queen of the Valley yeah. Stand-Up Paddleboard Race. Um, so that was one. And then the other one was when I went cat skiing for the first uh, time recently. And it was the same thing. I was with a bunch of people I didn't really know. Completely out of my comfort zone. In the backcountry. You know, you're taking all these these calculated risks. But yeah. risks and doing all the you know, backcountry stuff where they're talking about the severity of where you are and what you're really doing. Yep. And after doing that, like I just I felt for I think it was like seven days I was still running on the adrenaline of that trip. It took so long and I just felt very very energized, I guess. Cool.
1: Yeah, everything would be heightened, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's totally. Very cool.
2: So next one. What's one thing you change about yourself?
1: One thing I would change about myself. Uh silly answer. My eyes are too close together. Mm, so I yep, space yep. those out a bit more. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> um Honest answer, uh, I wish I ate better. I wish I wasn't such a picky. I wish I could eat, like try new foods with more ease. And I wish I had a broader diet than I do. Because it's very limiting in terms of like where I can go in the world and even like social engagements I can participate in. Yeah. So and I joke about it, but it does suck. Yeah. So totally. uh, Yeah, I wish I ate normally. You?
2: Uh, silly answer. I wish my hair was different. I didn't do this windblown look where tamer is that the yeah, word tamer would be good It can't yeah, tame that it's, hair. It can't. No, it's like a lion, lion mane. Uh, serious answer. Uh, caring about what people think too much.
1: Uh, okay, I've
2: always had that, and I I think with age it gets better. Like I've gotten a lot better at caring a little bit less about what people think, but mm-hmm. it's always in the back of my mind, and I'm like, it would be nice to. Like, I know a lot of people who are more comfortable just being like, no, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it for me, and I'm not going to worry about what other people think, you know? Okay. So that's one thing that I would like to
1: I always think, like, you know, people who say, I don't care what anybody thinks of me. It's like, you do. You do a little, and we all should a little, because we we live in a society, and if I was just, like, going out and doing whatever the hell I wanted all the time, I'd be a madman, right? Yeah. So you should care a little bit, but you're right about the right things. Right? Yes, so.
2: totally. And there's times where, you know, I'll be with friends and I'll feel like I need to be on all the time. It's like mm. you, you don't, especially with really close friends. It's like there's certain times where I'm always thinking like, well, what what do they expect of me? What should I be doing? It's like sometimes just chill. You don't always need to to have that. Okay. You know?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. How many more of those questions are there? Uh, There's tons. Okay, well, maybe on our podcast we can get into more. So, if you care about that, it'll be up later.
0: VNS in twenty minutes or less.
1: So, what were some of the other questions on that list? Uh, What is your favorite place in the world? Favorite place in the whole world. In the world, I like my bedroom. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like the forest. How about Uh, you?
2: Yeah, by the ocean or on a mountain. We're gonna go that way for sure. Um, Is there an activity that calms you?
1: Uh, working out, or like any kind of manual labor, that sort of thing. Yeah. You?
2: Like getting outside. Yeah. For sure. In some way, and and being active definitely
1: is something that... Chopping wood might be my biggest one. Just like...
2: Although walking doesn't do it for me. No. Walking makes me more antsy, I've discovered recently. When I tried to go on a hike with my friends recently, I was like, I need something a little more uh, fast-paced than that, which is weird.
1: You had to break out into a run?
2: Yeah. I had to. I had
1: to <laughs> or at look. least a canter?
2: Actually, I had to like find something a little more challenging, <laughs> like climb some rocks, do some scrambling, that kind of thing. It was pretty funny.
1: Uh, if past lives are real, what were you in yours? Hmm. Like, uh, like an animal or something? Yeah. What would yours be? A fish, I think. A fish? Should some you like to swim? Fish. Yeah, it's weird. I my
2: boyfriend even recently said it to me. We were when we were by the ocean. He was like, "You changed. There's something about you that like just you'd get drawn to it." And it's true. If I
1: you have gills, open up.
2: If there's a body of water, I want to go in it so badly, <laughs> and that's why here when it's all glacier fed, if it's a cold day, it sucks because I'm like, I know if I go in that right now, I'm gonna be chilled for the rest of the day, but I just want to go for a swim.
1: I. I get that. I got a friend who's like that. He's like I could swim all day. He's like, yeah. I just love being in the water.
2: My parents when I was growing up could like couldn't get me out of water. It was they liked it because it distracted me when I when they wanted me to be distracted, <laughs> but getting me out was a nightmare. Like I just I never wanted to.
1: I think in a past life I was one of those French dudes that like w- drives the logs down the river. Like mm. I was like who rolls on the logs and
2: you were definitely not French. I in was your past French life. in a
1: past life and no. that's why I forgot it all. And I wore a tiny little toque rolled up definitely. and I and I smoked hand rolled cigarettes. No, all that but the French I, part makes sense. And yeah. then I rolled on the logs. Singing yeah. the
2: log driver's waltz? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, uh, I think that's what I did in the past life. That was me. Perfect.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
1: My parents are in town right now. They were up at uh, my cousin's wedding in Edmonton. Yeah. And they came down here after. Uh, and they told me a funny story from the wedding. They said they were at a table and they were they, my great aunt, who's like 85, was there. And then the photographer was also sitting at their table for dinner. And when the MCs were deciding how they were going to, order the tables for who got to eat first. You know, sometimes they'll like play a game or something. Or... Yeah. So the the MCs had a hula hoop and they're like, you have to come up and hula hoop to get your table in line to go eat. And my dad's like, Well I'm not gonna hula hoop. My mom's like, Well I'm not and my eighty five year old great aunt is not gonna hula hoop. And they're like, It looks like we're eating last. And the photographer's like uh, I was actually the national hula hoop champion a while ago. Oh my God. And they're like what and she's like, "Yeah, I'll go." And she went up there and just like laid down a hula hoop. Performance. Oh my god, like, that is phenomenal! <laughs> like my dad said, the hoop was going top to bottom on her. And oh she was my god, she was rolling it across her back from arm to arm, and everyone's like, "What the hell? Who? Is what are the woman? chances of that? What are the chances? Oh my god! Like, that is a skill that will never co- become. It will never come up again. No, nope. that was the one time yep. that being." the hula hoop champion uh, is ever going to be useful i mean you know? festivals maybe yeah that uh, yeah i guess so maybe she, yeah maybe she's a big music festival person maybe
2: there's just times where she could but that is amazing though what and, a yeah, strange skill
1: i gotta clarify i'm not talking about like traditional indigenous hula hoop no. dancing right i'm talking about like hula hoop like, yes like, like you said like you see a hippie doing it at a music festival yeah, for sure and this woman was wow the best at it
2: good for her like,
1: <laughs> She's like, holy crap, this is my time to shine. Oh my God. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this, everyone, but yeah. uh this is kinda this is kinda my thing.
2: That is <laughs> ridiculous. I like I almost feel like did did the people at the wedding know that? Because if they hired her as a photographer, I don't, then I don't maybe think
1: they did. I think it was a coincidence because she was surprised too. Oh my god. Yeah, this was like a real burning dog poo in the human response Jeez, moment. That him. is
2: just phenomenal. She's like,
1: Yes. I told oh, you Hulu would pay off. My.
2: <laughs> all all of that work she's put toward her hooping finally in that moment. And they got
1: to eat oh, before good. everyone else. The
2: BNS and twenty
0: minutes or less podcast.
2: I've got a few pun business names to add to the Fortune five hundred list, if I could.
1: Of course. This is our list of local businesses with great puns in their names.
2: Yes. Uh these ones actually thanks to the Stampede Food Stands. So there you go. Oh nice. There are a ton of food trucks with great pun names. It kinda comes with the, the food truck business, I find.
1: Yeah. So far it's like places that cater to dogs. Yes. Um, hairdressers, hairdressers, now yeah. lawn care companies mm-hmm. and food trucks. Totally. That's like the uh, the Mount Rushmore there of businesses totally. with great puns in their names.
2: One of my favorites, still the Dog Father, still a big yeah. fan of that. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, the first one, Sin City, but it's C I N, and it's Cinnamon Donuts.
1: <laughs> Sin City. Okay, so it's <laughs> good,
2: simple and good. All right, very next,
1: very clean. Yeah, yep. very
2: clean. Next one, Melt Town Grilled Cheese. So instead of melt down, it's melt town. Welcome to melt Grilled cheese.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. See, I call it. I call it having a meltdown a schmelty. Yes, having that's a down. So that gives me an idea. Schmelty grilled cheese. Well, I've, I've, grilled yeah, barbecue. I've talked in the past about maybe maybe opening a gourmet grilled cheese uh-huh. restaurant where it's all grilled cheese with all the fixings, maybe cooked over an open fire. Yep. Schmelties. Yeah. Would be a great name for it. It would be. Also a bit of a hothead schmalties. myself. Totally.
2: And it's fun to say. <laughs> it yeah. is. Schmelty.
1: I'll meet you at Schmelty's at seven.
2: Yeah. We're all going to have some Schmelties. <laughs> Go to Schmelty's. It's good. Okay. Uh, and then this one, perhaps the best of the ones I've seen so far, Motley Q, and it's a barbecue place. Motley Q, barbecue.
1: Oh, barbecue. Get it. Q. Motley Q. Motley Q.
2: Q. So that's another one that's up there. Okay. Okay. Uh, of course, then I went down the rabbit <laughs> hole of hearing that and was like, okay, now we need to come up with our own musician barbecue places. Oh, yeah. Although, yeah. you know, I tried, and I tried to come up with some, and I didn't come up with any that are that great for this, and I feel like there's some really good ones that I'm missing.
1: What do you have?
2: Well, The Great Grill Dead.
1: one's mm-hmm. one that's been mm-hmm. stretched. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's
2: dead stuff. I guess. Crosby Grills and Nash.
1: Yeah. No Neil Young in that one? No. Crosby, Grills, Nash & Young? No, it's too (laughs) much. Too wordy, you know? Uh, Grill Collins. Grill Collins is good. Okay. Slightly Uh, better.
2: Not great, though. If you're going with, like,
1: the Q theme, where you just steal the Q off the word barbecue. Uh Husker Q.
2: Yeah.
1: Barbecuey Lewis in the news. The the Q pornographers. Uh, You could also go House of Propane.
2: Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. See that's pretty good. I Iron Grill Maiden, but that's just again too wordy. Uh Roast Malone. Oh, that's good. The Steve Griller band
1: <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Um especially if his name was Steve, that would work. Natural Steve. Natural Gas Jordan. Although I don't know if Sass Jordan is big enough for it to really
2: I know that's kind of, that's the problem you gotta, is, you gotta be universal that's why Motley Q works yeah, everybody freaking knows Motley Crue but yeah yeah I mean Sass <laughs> Jordan would work locally you know is it Canadian in Canada yeah In Canada at least fire <laughs> straits although so, again that's,
1: that's bad yeah
2: uh, yeah. The, we're, we'll work on this okay there were some good ones in there though
1: back to the drawing board the
0: BNS and in 20 minutes or less podcast
1: I was on location yesterday at uh, Capital Chev and it's Man, it's cool doing those things because I get to meet a bunch of friends of the show.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: And, you know, people come up, and I'm always surprised that, at, like, how much people know about our show, about you and I and about the show. And it's cool because it's like, oh, people actually They're listen. Of ours. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Uh, but anyway, I met this one dude uh, who was actually at Auto Tech at, at Capital Shows. His name's Josh. And he came up, and he's like, do you guys take segment suggestions?
2: Hell, yes, we do. I was
1: like, sure. What are you thinking? And he said, a segment called Do It for Dale. And I was like, okay, who's Dale. And he's like, Dale Earnhardt, man. Like, 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 what do you mean, who's Dale? Like, the, that's Is there really another funny. Dale? No, there's only Dale Earnhardt. And I was like, okay, so what's the segment? And he's like, well, you find just the most like redneck thing of the day yeah. on the internet, and that person did it for Dale. Oh,
2: my God, that's funny. I mean, we kind of do that with our Terrys, right? It's but, very
1: much similar to Terry. But that's hilarious, Terry always though. does it for Dale. Yeah, he um, does. But I have the perfect thing okay. for this Segment, do, do it for Dale. Dale. Uh, another friend of the show, Dustin, sent us this video about an event they hold in this small town in Alaska called Glacier Peaks. And they do it every 4th of July. It's called the Car Huck. And there's this huge cliff. I think the cliff is like 300 feet. Oh my God. And everyone sets up at the bottom with their chairs and their drinks. And then they they drive cars off it and crash them. Yeah, it's amazing. It is phenomenal like if you search fourth of july car huck you can find videos of this it's unbelievable it's so i don't know if they're like you know putting a brick on the gas pedal or josh actually thought maybe they would like zip tie the gas pedal and then send it off off either way like
2: doing it for (laughs) dale is exactly what that is that is doing it for dale and
1: everyone's hooting and hollering at the bottom and i mean because it's alaska like Every, half the people there have like American flag shirts on. There's lots of visible firearms. Like people have guns in holsters As that you are visible. Should. Yep. And everyone's just getting liquored up and watching these cars crash. And I was like, I would 100% go to that.
2: Yeah. Is that event called what? Doing It for Dale? Because it, it should be.
1: <laughs> the annual 4th Holy. of July car huck in Glacier Peaks, Alaska. Um, I want to go to. I it. would go so yep. bad. I would get liquored up. Yep. And I would. I would wear an American flag shirt, mm-hmm. and I would watch these cars crash it off. Have to play foot with your lift.
2: firearm. <laughs> I'd be like, "Can I see that, please?" <laughs>
1: if you really like it, you shoot your gun in the air, probably. Yep, to show your appreciation. Wow. Oh my God, event. that is fantastic. What an event. That's doing it for Dale. <laughs>
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
2: I've had a couple servers lately who've been just high as the blazes, speckler. <laughs>
1: They were stoned?
2: Super stoned. Super stoned. And they'd still like, they were still good at their job, but you could either, you could just tell a little bit spacey. There's some things about that. You're like, okay, you definitely, one of them smelled a little bit of marijuana as well, which was pretty funny. But I was thinking about this. I was like, now that marijuana has been legal for a while, are there certain businesses that actually allow you to recreationally use at work?
1: I wouldn't think so. Okay. I wouldn't think there would be anybody that would that would be okay with it. There might be some that like kind of know and don't say anything, yeah. but I don't think there would be anybody who would be like, you can you can use here.
2: Well, I was kind of wondering because when it comes to businesses that are creative, for example, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see why not. And I, I mean, obviously there's a difference between getting so high that you don't know what you're doing, but taking a little bit here and there, like if you're looking to attract new employees, I don't see why not, but like why wouldn't businesses... Toss that in there. I
1: just think it would be... There'd be way too much liability. liability. Yeah, like even for a server. Yeah. Um, You know, you're carrying a plate of hot or a bowl of hot soup out and you spill it on a customer and they find out you were high.
2: Yeah.
1: The restaurant could probably be liable for that, I would think.
2: Fair. I wonder if, if one day this will change. Like as things... I don't see it. Because like, no. do you think of
1: any businesses that allow you to drink at work? No. No. It's true. I mean, if you were working from home and like you... I don't even then like if you made a if you made a mistake and they found out you were high you'd be in huge trouble yeah It'd probably be grounds to be dismissed micro
2: dosing like when it comes down to it being uh, like to a point where it's it's clearly not going to actually put you in danger like drinking is a little bit different right whereas marijuana is known to kind of help with creativity in certain ways and if you are a creative business and if you're looking to you know reach out and get employees in different ways it's like how all these creative businesses are offering all these crazy perks right like bring your dog into work and mm-hmm. that kind of thing I was like I wonder if along the lines somewhere down the line they'd find a way to, to incorporate that but you're right I guess if it just comes straight down to liability
1: yeah I can't think of many businesses that would like I'm yeah. sure you know.
2: Because I get it, like operating heavy machinery, that's different, obviously. But... Yeah,
1: but let's see, even say you're sitting at a at a computer and you're handling, you know, you're handling money, you're handling, you're handling accounts for your company or something, and you make a big mistake and yeah. they find out that you're under the influence. I'm like, I'm sure they could fire you over that. Mm. Maybe mm. like, I'm trying to think of, let's say you are, you know, you work in a recording studio. Yeah. Or, you know, you're like mixing music from home or something. I'm sure like a lot of those people. Totally. Are high when they're working, but...
2: Yeah. That I couldn't expected. see.
1: I couldn't see like a company hiring you on and being like, "It's okay if you do."
2: Yeah, I have a few friends who definitely have been caught smoking marijuana before their radio programs as well, which is quite funny.
1: Yeah, we we had one friend who was behind the building smoking a joint before her show, and yeah. like the general manager walked by and looked over. Yep. And all he said was, "Don't f up."
2: Yep. And then talk about <laughs> talk about a way to really.
1: <laughs> really make you paranoid, air. hey? Like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I would have to check my pants oh, my after that. Yeah, For
0: the BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast.
1: I was hanging out with a buddy and his girlfriend on the weekend, and they are both fluent in French.
0: Nice. Uh,
1: but my buddy's from Ottawa, and his girlfriend is from the Ivory Coast. So oh. he speaks that sort of like Canadian Quebec French. Yep, and her French is much closer to Parisian French, and of course, there's France French. Yep. Looks down on Canadian Quebec French, doesn't it?
2: When I was in France, and they heard the the they did they don't not like it. That. They don't like it. They, do like
1: it. they do not like the Quebec French. Nope. On the hierarchy of French, it's like like Paris, Wait. like France French. Yeah. And then below We're at the bottom. Well, where's Sasky French, where you don't speak any like me? Like.
2: Well, that's not even on the scale. No. Okay, that just doesn't even doesn't. register.
1: <laughs> Obviously. But I was thinking like they're they're French snobs. There's some real French snobbery that goes on with that language, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Oh, you took some French classes at school? How cute. I was in French immersion.
2: (laughs) Well, I grew up in a household that only spoke le Francais. That's how you truly learn the language.
1: Oh, only French in the household. Well I moved to an exclusively French-speaking area to fully immerse myself. (laughs) Well
2: I moved to Montréal, Quebec to fully submerse myself in the culture.
1: (laughs) Well, Quebec Mm. isn't real French. To get that, you'd need to be in France, one of its colonies, or perhaps a French overseas territory.
2: And S and twenty minutes or less podcasts. Have you checked out any of the fireworks yet? The Stampede fireworks?
1: No, but it is one of our family traditions. We find a spot to watch them, and we sit in the back of my my truck, and we eat ice cream, and we watch the fireworks. That's awesome. Once a year.
2: Hell yeah! Um, I don't think I'm going to get to an evening show, but that's of course part of the evening show. Uh, Apparently, it's it's drones. Apparently They're using a lot of drones this year. I guess it's a combination of both. A friend of mine was saying that it's drones and then the grand finale is still actual fireworks. But he was saying it's really cool because they're doing the whole like drone firework thing now.
1: That is super cool. How many drones are we talking here?
2: I don't know. But I mean, we've talked about how much money they spend on these fireworks displays every night. So I'm sure there's a lot of them and I'm sure it's friggin impressive. (laughs) I'm going to have to check it out, though. But I was thinking, I was wondering what was going on, because every year I've been woken up by the fireworks, because they happen around 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and of course, with our schedules, I'll try and be in bed by 11, and then I would always wake up to the sound of the fireworks. They would wake me up, and I'd hear them, and I was like, oh, that's the fireworks show, so for 10 days of Stampede, I would wake up. Hasn't happened yet. So I was asking a friend, I was like, it's just that I'm sleeping harder, or what's going on with the fireworks? And he was like, no, it's because it's drones. So I was like, hmm.
1: So there aren't as many pops and bangs? Not as many pops and bangs, so I haven't woken up to them. Okay, and enough to make a difference.
2: Yeah, which also I was thinking is is probably nice for people who do live in the Beltline because I live, I don't know, 20 blocks from the fireworks and I was getting woken up by them, which means that everybody in the entire Beltline, probably if they were sleeping, were getting disturbed by these fireworks. If you had children, I mean, that would be a bit tough every night at that time. And I mean, dogs... Better for dogs if they don't get spooked by the fireworks. So fireworks are so cool, though. Oh, I know. They're so cool. I was reading about these drones and how a lot of other places have started using drones instead of fireworks, and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "But it's the explosions, man!" The like inner the... Terry of me comes out. And I want oh, some explosions. I Woo! I want to light things on fire. Okay. Well, bigger. Yeah. I like
1: the idea of a hybrid show, though. Yeah. Where you still get your explosions and your fireworks, but.
2: And I don't know if you've seen any of these drone shows, but from the ones I've seen, they are amazing. The
1: one I remember, which Super Bowl? Was it Lady Gaga's Super Bowl performance where there was like 300 of them in an array and it made like an American flag or something? Yeah, and they like
2: dance in the sky. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, if they make cool formations, that's one thing. But you're right. Also, keep the explosions. Just a couple of them, okay?
1: The Terrys and us still need things to blow up. yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah.